T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Danny and Dusty. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The Fan. 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. Uh, we were talking West End at the LSI, uh, knocking off the number one team in the country. In Duncanville, Texas. This Texas, how good is Shellstad? Is he ready for the next level from Rick and Ello? Yeah. Yes. Like his, he, he'll grow into his body a little bit and he'll get his his, his college muscles soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is so damn smart. Like, if you try to bring a double team at him, he, he balls out of his hands. I mean, it is lightning quick, uh, his reaction times, and he just gets buckets. He's one of those guys you look down at the score sheet and you're like, he has how many points? quietly smoothly this is not a knock on peyton pritchard but the, the scouting services guys that i know that i talk to they have all said jackson is so significantly good. more talented and his outlook is significantly more promising than than peyton pritchard's was yeah and and pritchard was a hell of a player in college hell yeah he was and he was he had he's playing in the nba yeah he plays in playing like jackson saying jackson Shelstead can play in the nba is yeah. not a stretch the only thing that it's honestly the same thing it's going to limit him limited peyton it's his size. size yeah yeah six feet six feet tall but he is damn good all right uh coming up this hour we'll hear from uh ryan clark of espn i thought what he and scott van pelt did last night was awesome television uh in one of the most difficult times that you can do it and uh they knocked it out of the park and uh, we'll have a little bit of what Ryan Clark had to say. But let's start our number three with uh, how you feeling? How you feeling, Danny? Cotton Bowl yesterday. Ooh. Uh, the Tulane Green Wave huh? knockoff USC 46 to 45. Yeah, we were texting back and forth, and I told you, never easy. Then I could see it coming. I saw the meltdown coming, uh, and then Mario Williams fumbles. Oh, you monster. 
You're really wearing a two-lane shirt. Re- it's really warm in here. Wow. You know, it's, it's warm. Where did you get that? I've had this for a few years, so I got my two-lane green wave shirt. I've been a two-lane wow. supporter for a few years now. You don't know that about right. Dusty? Everyone knows he's a big two-lane fan. Big two-lane green wave guy. <laughs> he's been riding the the green wave since 2020. The angry yeah. wave? Yeah, I think I got this in like 2018 mm. or so. I arbitrarily picked a college football team to follow. Mm. And I said, I'll buy a t-shirt and everything. And this was it. Go Green Wave, Willie Fritz. It's, 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 a, it's a great logo. It's a, it is a great logo. I love the Green Wave. No. Um, I had this, to do the, it for you. The, listen, I, I, I get it. <laughs> Look, the, their offense is one of the best in the country. Hands down. Caleb Williams is, is the, the, the best player in the country. He is going to be an electric prospect in the NFL. That defense is broken. And their, their inability to – I don't even care about the game plan. I don't care about Mario Williams fumbling. Tackle? You win this game walking away. It's literally that simple. Yeah, I mean, tackling has been an issue for them all year long. And and look at the fact that this team, entering yesterday, teams were 1 and 1,692 when trailing by 15 points with five minutes in the game. And this goes back to what, what happened last night. I mean, tackling is one thing. The Mario Williams thing is it was almost identical to like the Civil War and the meltdown Oregon had against mm-hmm. Oregon State, where you have like you give a ton of credit to to Tulane and they played their butts off. They did. They did. Mario Williams doesn't bounce that one off his knee and it goes out of bounds, just like Oregon's punter doesn't mm-hmm. screw that whole thing up and they get a they flip the field or even get the ball away, and maybe Oregon State has to throw the ball once. Like their defense completely let them down in both of these situations. Like both of those things can be true. Tulane played their ass off, and they capitalize on all of USC's mistakes. I cannot tell you how much I love that little running back Deuce. He is so fun to watch. Their quarterback Pratt, in the way that he like has that escapability, like it was like watching Patrick Mahomes play Ben Roethlisberger. Is what it reminded me of. That's like, a that's a good comp. It, yeah. it was like. It, it, like what Pratt was trying to do was what Caleb Williams was doing, but way more clunky. Yes. It, was, it was like doing it with it, a uh, diesel engine. But it's effective because yeah. he's a big body dude with a big arm. And I mean, he was what, 8 of 17 for 234, 14 yards a play. It was incredible to see. Yeah. Um, and what we saw last night was it was another letdown. And Oklahoma fans were very quick to say, this is what you get. Because this is what this is what Lincoln Riley was at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley did the exact same thing when he was at uh, at Oklahoma, and it was one of those things where he was sixty six and twelve during the regular season at Oklahoma in USC. The man wins. He wins games. He he what? He's a regular season master. He's one and four in bowl games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one and four. And he, the and, and look that doesn't include the Alamo Bowl that Bob Stoops won. Last year for Oklahoma. Wait, wait, he took over. Yeah. The interim he, bowl. Here's my, my piece on it. I, 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 I get what you're saying and his track record. I do not blame a head coach who almost strictly focuses on offense for bad tackling. Now, where I do blame him is who he chooses as his coordinator and how committed he is to being functional on that side. The other part of this is what USC did and what Lincoln Riley did in this, this last offseason mm-hmm. was prioritize the offense. They bought and paid for it. 
They brought in transfers from all over, and it delivered. Mm-hmm. Where they did not do that was on defense. They yeah. brought in Shane Lee, which, good, solid player. They brought in Eric Gentry, which, good, helpful, solid player. We're not. T- they, they didn't go get the Jordan Addison of, of – they didn't go get Clark Phillips. Mm-hmm. They didn't go get a defensive end or a defensive tackle where they have been a barren wasteland since Leonard Williams. And that, to me, impacted them this year. And it's it's what they will address going forward. If this is a continuing problem, and obviously there's a trend building. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, well, and he brought he brought Alex Grinch with him. Who has been a successful coordinator. And here is my thing with with what is happening is when you are blowing leads late, which is what what they have done in their losses this year, when you're blowing leads yes. late, okay, which is what they were doing at Oklahoma too, that is that is complimentary football. That is bo- that is both sides, right? That it, when you blow a lead late and last yesterday they put up 45 points, that should be good enough to beat anybody. Look, the defense is not good. It isn't. It isn't. But what we know is like Alex Grinch and why he why he, why Lincoln Riley does trust him is because he is good because look at what he did at Washington state. Mm -hmm. He took over one of the worst defenses in the country, Mm -hmm. in the country. And not only made them viable, made them. They were top 20. I think he, his final year, they were the 16th best defense in the, in the country that Mm -hmm. year. And I think they were a top 10 scoring defense in, in 2017 when he finally got plucked and and went over to Ohio state. That was with Mike Leach. It takes a special kind of coordinator. You can't just go and get any coordinator off the street and say, hey, go work for Lincoln Riley. Because when you have, a, when you have an air raid branch offense, mm-hmm. okay, and you are a quick strike and you, are, you have your defenses on the field a ton, it takes a lot out of your defense. You're asking a ton out of them. The because flip side it's not is- just quick strikes on when you score. It's when you don't put together a drive and look when things were humming they had a 17 play drive to start the game and then they followed up with like a 15 play drive they that is an offense that that's protecting your defense when things went crazy they were off the field in an instant it was Caleb Williams throwing his third interception of the season Mm -hmm. right and protecting your defense has been that problem when you blow double digit leads late and it was that it was a huge problem last yesterday as well for them the big problem for me was it was the opposite yesterday it's forty twenty minutes That's nuts. in time of possession. US- but late in the game, they gave them easy opportunity because that that time of possession that was all first half. Like boom, they controlled it. The but the problem time. was the defense was letting Tulane score sixty four oh, yeah, yard break, seventy four yard break. I mean, big, massive, instant scoring plays. Yeah. The thing was, USC was scoring all game long until the final couple minutes when they just the bad. But the problem was is that early on, Tulane was getting quick strike offense mm-hmm. where you're counting on your defense to get you a look. Listen, punting in, in college football doesn't happen much anymore. No. But you're at least counting on them to, if nothing else, hold to a field goal or sure. maybe get them into a fourth down where you get a chance to get them off the field. Just slow down. They got big chunked one, two, three, four play drive way too much. Oh, yeah. They are not listen, Tulane had a tremendous season and 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 Spears is a monster running back. There he is going to be fun. Yep. That is not a team. 
that is not the same offense as USC's. Mm-hmm. And you should not get turned on like that. And as much as I hated that game, and as much as it made me sick, as much as <laughs> it was everything that I knew it was going to be, yeah. when it got to 45-30, I, again, you and I were texting, I said, here it comes. Yeah. I, I knew it, what was going to happen. Golly. Even with that, they surpassed all their expectations for this year, and they're going to spend $20 million in the transfer portal. Here's the thing. If they don't take the step next year, yep. then it becomes problematic. Yeah. That's the thing. And what makes you think that Lincoln Riley will? I don't know. They had every advantage at Oklahoma. Every advantage. Texas was in the dumpster. Well, when, when when he was when he was there and he he still had the best receivers, the best quarterback. The, and, and that to it's me, the offensive side. Will that happen on the defensive side? That's what I'm wondering. Is will they go and get? Yeah, I mean, and what uh, that that's the big one is what makes you think that that will happen? Because Lincoln, right uh, now we where, have where we have enough here. Yeah, and then here's the other thing: when you have those teams and you're pumping out guys to the NFL, because defensively they were pumping out dudes to the NFL at Oklahoma too. It's not like they weren't, but. When you play, when you're in crunch time and you're against good teams and other good coaches, you look at that 66 and 12 in the regular season. And how, how you look at the bowl, bowl games yeah. and the and, and then well the 12, a lot of those are to the best teams that they play, and when when the playing field is level, and you don't have this supreme talent mismatch. That is a big Hell, difference. they dropped the game yesterday where they did have the supreme talent. Sure, this but when, when the playing field is level and it's you got dude for dude, he gets out coached too. And I think we've seen that in the Pac-12 championship game against Utah, which Cam Rising getting hurt, my God. When you don't have Cam, Cam Rising, Clark Phillips, either one, Keithy or Kincaid at yeah. tight end, dude. They, Utah just got that's spanked. Their, that's their dudes. Spanked. Yeah. Spanked. But that that is if I'm an SC fan today, that is my concern. Is Lincoln Riley did what he did at Oklahoma too yesterday in the post game press conference? You see yeah, how long yeah, that was? It was eleven minutes. Yeah, three questions. Yeah, I was not thrilled with that. It was eleven minutes from when he walked in the door mm-hmm. to when he the door shut behind him. He answered three questions and left, and that was this is what he did at Oklahoma too, where he started. You know, just stripping people's media credentials and blocking out the the windows in mm-hmm. in the dorms and stuff. When things are good, everything's all right. But then you start shutting down when when these sorts of things happen, which and, doesn't play well at SC. No. Yes, so. but here's the thing: what were you before Lincoln Riley was there, and what are you right now? Yeah. And uh-huh. what was Oklahoma? And what is Oklahoma now? Because Oklahoma fans want to go out here and they want to make fun of Danny and they want to make fun of USC. <laughs> they went six but and six. They you went and six they were, and six. They were ba- they were yeah. a bad. You were team. bad with a coach in Venerables who you thought was going to be yeah. the antithesis. The dude. He was going to be the antithesis yeah. of what Lincoln Riley was, and he was going to bring in a smash mouth, hard nosed defense. And you were anything but that. Lincoln Riley kind of took all of his good players too, though. He doesn't have he doesn't have the advantage of the transfer portal. He no, can't go out and recruit. It, no, he can, but he go, took, takes that job late in the recruiting cycle. You know this. He For can sure. go into the portal, and they did try to scrap it together. But he 
the Lincoln Riley took a Heisman Trophy. He literally took him. the best player in the country away. And, and the best receiver. <laughs> yes. Well, he didn't take the best receiver away from No, them. from Oklahoma. No, he, he did. did take Oklahoma. Mario Williams. Williams. Mario Williams. Okay, well. Yeah. He took, the, look. He, he took, a, he took their talent with yeah. him. Like, he, he took his uh, his Louie like Deion mm-hmm. Sanders is doing, too. He, he brought the rightfully luggage. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yes. But at the same time, you said, what was Oklahoma before Lincoln Riley got there? They were a team that went to a playoff and got their butts kicked. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so nothing changed. I'd rather I'd rather have a coach that I know did can get me up? there. Did it go up? I'd make the argument it did because they went to bo- multiple. They did, and they, and, they went got, to multiple, and multiple Heisman winners. That is the yep. but that is the that is the big question though. Is it what's going to get him over the top? USC had a fantastic year, and I don't want it to make it sound like I don't. They did. Man. Again, this is it not was this is not revisionist history. How many wins did I say? Ten. No, yeah. I said I said nine. Oh, nine, to, nine like, to ten. Yeah, and yeah. I, I said nine is the expectation. Remember, coming into this season, you looked at me like nine feels a, even a little steep. Yeah, they got eleven wins this season, and they were in position to play for the college football playoff. Like that's that's they where were. they were. They were. They have. Do they have massive things they need to shore up? Yes, but you know what they have next year? They have the best player in the country coming back. Right. There's a lot you can do with that. For sure. But more than anything, it's going to be the last year in the Pac-12. It's going to be nuts. It is going to be nuts. That that whole conference is going to be absolutely bonkers. Yep. Yep. The, the quarterback play, there are three schools right now. And I don't know if Cam Rising ends up going to the NFL He's still after getting hurt again yeah. in the Rose Bowl. He's still undecided. Pac-12 Media Day, he sounded like he was gone. Yeah. When we were talking to him off the air, he's. it sounded like this was his last year. Is, but both him and Tanner McKee were both. If he, <laughs> Neither one of them had, well, Cam did have a year that you could say, yes, yes go. You're probably not going to improve your stock that much. But if he makes a couple million in, in NIL, stay at, he'll make stay up Utah that money. Stay Utah King, buddy. Yeah, stay there, make enough money. And then you're looking at 10 teams in the Pac-12 next year. <laughs> That aren't just everybody but Cal and Stanford. They're not just good. They're loaded at yeah. quarterback. I mean, think of it. Michael Penix, Cam Ward, Bo Nix, DJ Ungalele, uh, Dante Moore, Caleb Williams, you Drew Pine at Jaden Delora. Jaden Delora, Sanders. Shadur Sanders. Like, and then if you add Cam Rising to that, that's ten quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> ten. Jeez. Yeah. It's gonna be nuts. But here's the thing. That also puts pressure on Riley and USC to make sure they shore up that defense. Yep. Like they've already brought a couple transfers in, and there's there's rumors of some monster transfers heading USC's way. Whether or not they deliver, listen, they did it last year. They bought an entire offense. Can they go out and buy an entire defense and shore it up? And if they get the personnel on that side, because the big the biggest issue USC had even before Lincoln was restocking the depth from all of the sanctions. Yeah, they they, have they depth got issues. 2020 was the first year that they had their their full depth cycle available to them. Yeah, where they had all of their scholarships out. Yeah, and this, so those guys are still young. So they just haven't had depth. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun thing to watch because over which we'll see over the next month. Lincoln Riley has got a little bit of that stigma now that Mike Leach had, mm-hmm. like Cliff Kingsbury the, had. The air raids stink. Where. You lose the you end the year on two straight losses, and your best the teams that you play that are the best teams on your schedule, you're taking L's to, and you damn near lost to Oregon State. And had they not been in the quarterback shuffle during that game, that would have been interesting to see. Um, mm. 
in Chance Nolan and Gold Branson both played in that game and were throwing picks everywhere. But um, and the Beavs damn near won that one and found a way to shut down the offense. This is going to be the interesting part for for Lincoln Riley is can you get that program to that next level, which is year one was awesome. You filled the offense. You won another Heisman with a quarterback. He's going to be coming back, and you notice he didn't have anything painted on his nails. Um, he learned this week. He did learn. He did learn, and that was a good thing. Talking trash in your nails is no way to live. But <laughs> can okay they get, can they raise the bar a little bit more? And that that's going to be fun because, as you said, can they buy a defense? If they do, the answer is yes. They can, but. Can they get the right guys? And ah. but if they if they get the personnel, and then they don't deliver, then then eyebrows start getting raised, and that's when jobs come into question. Yeah, and I mean you're not gonna not gonna fire him, but hey, not Lincoln. How about <laughs> but a coordinator? Can we just say way to go Tulane? They they played a listen, way to go they Willie played, Fritz. They played a great game. It's Tulane was a great story this year. Yeah, to go from two and ten to what uh, twelve and two. Yeah, incredible. It's crazy. At, that and, is a hell of a turnaround. And Willie Fritz had a kick-ass mohawk when he was oh, in college. Oh God! That was Pittsburgh great. State. Yeah, the yeah, gorillas. No, that dude, a hundred percent, had his own punk band. And more mascots need to be the gorillas. I need to just throw that. Yeah, out. no, that is a great one. I mean, the Pittsburgh State gorillas is fantastic. It's, it's in kind of Missouri. Yeah, D two powerhouse, not Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh mm. State in Missouri. Yeah. Mm. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That's a fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Next sign is Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
Hey, to put a quick bow on college football, as the Pac-12's bowl season, boy, that fizzled out. Gosh, that was demoralizing. Um, the Pac-12 did not do well. Pac-10 did respectable. Pac-10 went three and two, um, with Washington State and Utah being the only losses. Is a conference though. The Pac-12 went three and four because. Those UCLA, USC, and Utah all lost their bowl games. But last night's uh, Rose Bowl between Penn State and Utah, we talked a little bit briefly about when Cam Rising went down, that thing was over. And that was really fun to watch how much that meant to uh, Penn State and in that stadium. How many Utah fans showed up? That was wild. That that entire crowd was set, was red. It was, it was all red. It was crazy. Shout out Rice Eccles West. My oh, God. My goodness. It was crazy to see. Um, but And the Big Ten travels. The Big Ten does. It, well, especially Penn State. It was, their yeah. first, it was their first Rose Bowl win in 27 years since they beat Oregon. In the, Usually the you get the whiteout travel. Like, that was nuts to see how well represented it was 70, Utah was. Probably, yeah. Because they split that stadium in half. Yeah. Like they, What they want is a color split yes. right down the middle. And 50, it was 50. all red. It was red, and that was impressive. Um, but with Utah losing to Penn State, that is our last ever traditional Rose Bowl. You guys thought about that? That sucks because the we, Rose Bowl we don't is, get the, one this is the last one with, that we will have with a Big Ten Pac-12 matchup. Why aren't we getting one this year? Because it is a college football playoff oh, semifinal. Oh, it's into the rotation this year. Oh. Yeah. Well, and then so after it could that, happen. It could. It could happen. But this is our last guarantee yeah. of a traditional Rose Bowl. Interesting. Yeah. And then in the era of the 12-team playoff, there's no way to predict whether or not you're going to get a big a Big 10 in a Pac-12 team because everything's going to be seeded out and then that bowl rotation is, you know, you have to hope that both teams win. And I think that that was an encouraging part about uh, that Cotton Bowl yesterday, both teams wanted that. I mean, Jordan Addison did not play. But other than that, like, you you had your stars. Both teams wanted to play in that football game. Most of USC's roster played. Two, two, and, two below two played. And we got an upset. Yeah. Like, so to say that we won't have upsets in that 12-team playoff, you're going to get an upset or two. Like, that's going to happen to these teams that you're sitting there, you're like, invincible. No. And the other part of this is I wonder with NIL, with the college football playoff, if if we don't start seeing incentives for bowl game wins. Yeah. I, I will be interested to see if you can. But I don't know if you can because that then becomes performance-based, which is exactly what NIL is not supposed to be. I can find a wiggle room around this. Yeah. For participants in yeah. bowl games, like maybe by lifting completely the the number limit for a bowl game, and the bowl game then gives it out as part of the gift suite. Yep, that'd be pretty sweet. Listen, make a guy want to stick around for a little something. Give guys a reason. Cash money. Get, Cash money. Everyone's like, well, the reason should be the camaraderie in their school. There have millions on the line. Uh, did you see the play at the end of the game on the goal line where I don't know who number 27 is, but he lowered his head and they didn't call targeting? Like, that's going to be a reason that number two, I don't remember what's his name uh, for Tulane, their uh, receiver. I just think about the Matt Corral injury. 
He is crazy. Yeah, Matt Crowell in bowl game. Yeah. How about mm-hmm. Jake Butt? Jake Butt, remember the Butt? Oh, that's right. Orange Bowl. Yeah, tight end, yeah. Um, but they, I, that hit right there, like, at first, I don't know how that wasn't targeting. I agree. There are instances where when a when the offensive player lowers his helmet, mm-hmm. the defender should not be called for targeting. No. But what happened is old 27 there, he lowered his noggin, and he had his chin to his chest, and he was torpedoing himself I, I, right I, towards homeboy. I lean towards it being targeting. The ref on the commentate, the the the, the yeah. commentator, said that the refs were instructed this year to very much focus on like the top center of the helmet, and even if Yikes. it's top of the forehead, it's not what they're supposed to call. Yeah. They basically don't want guys to launch with the crown, which. By the book, that wasn't. But if there was going, USC has had a game stop for targeting. I think literally every yeah. game this year, none of them were targeting. That dude got last night or yesterday afternoon. The next Tuesday, that was probably targeting. Yeah, his, he launched himself and his head went down. And I know that he contact where his contact was. His head went down and he went right towards him. <laughs> That I'll was you, crazy. We didn't. We haven't talked about any of the. the I'm just. The, the I'm playoff glad that games. both of them are okay. Yeah, we haven't talked about either of the playoff games, but the one on Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. in the back of the uh, end zone, just unfortunate. Just a shoulder. It's not targeting. We'll get to those yeah. games tomorrow because we don't have enough time today. How about the fact that the missed kick by Ohio State timed up perfectly, perfectly with to the New Year's ball dropping on the East Coast? Did you see the Falcons troll them? So beautiful. Yeah. The Falcons hit the game winner the next day and said, this is how you hit a game winner in, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is brutal. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a <laughs> better university. Kids. No, you don't do it to kids. You don't do it to they're college not, kids. They're, they're not kids. They're, they're not, but I am with you, I Will. Couldn't say, happen dude, to a better like university. A year, a they're a year younger team, than me. A pro team doing that to a college kicker is cruel, and they deleted that tweet. They're a year younger than me. They're fine. <laughs> it was funny. Like I'm sure it was, it was, a, it was a college intern who probably tweeted it oh man don't don't, don't say that brutal. because those people work their butts off yeah. um well, that's why i was making it okay it was college kid go. on college kid violence go. um georgia not waking and we'll talk about this game more i just had to say this georgia not being like it looked like somebody tranquilized that team for three and a half quarters weird huh it like then all of a sudden it was they woke up yeah and it like it looked like big brother like was hung over and had their bloody mary <sighs> it was just the weirdest game. Uh, some audio you need to hear. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, some audio that uh, we all need to hear. If you missed it last night, um, I thought Scott Van Pelt, and for the portion that I watched, um, Scott Van Pelt did a fantastic job 
of handling an incredibly tough situation on ESPN ABC with the uh, DeMar Hamlin injury during Monday Night Football. And he had to take over, and it's not something you're just kind of thrust into it. You don't really know what's going on. You have a lot of people who have a lot of questions, not just around the country, but around the world, of what happened. And you are in a ridiculously tough spot. And I thought he and Ryan Clark were amazing last night uh, when they brought in, you know, Lisa Salters as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really cool to see in live action how they handled themselves in the situation. Um, Very professional. And in a world where we, everybody just wants the, the fact they want the news. They they want something and they want an answer. There weren't any, any answers last night. And I thought Ryan Clark said something that was truly awesome. And uh, kind of, it, it kind of summed up how a lot of folks were feeling at the time. But uh, here's his thoughts on the uh, Demar Hamlin injury last night on Monday Night Football. I think the, the first thing this is this um this is about Demar Hamlin, mm-hmm. and um, it's about a young man at 24 years old that was living his dream, that a few hours ago was getting ready to play the biggest game of his NFL career, and there's probably nowhere else in the world he wanted to be. And now he fights for his life. And when DeMar Hamlin falls to the turf and when you see the medical staff rush to the field and both teams are on the field, you realize this isn't normal. You realize this isn't just football. And so many times in this game and in our job as well, we use the cliches, you know, I'm ready to die for this. I'm willing to give my life for this. It's, it's time to go to war. And I think sometimes we use those things so much, we forget that part of living this dream is putting your life at risk. And tonight, you know, we got to see a side of football that is extremely ugly, a side of football that no one ever, a side of football that no one ever wants to see mm-hmm. or never wants to admit exists. When you see both teams on the field crying in that way, your first thought is DeMar Hamlin. Yep. The second thought is his family. And this isn't about a football player, right? This is about a human. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a friend. This is about someone who is loved by so many that you have to watch go through this. I, um, I dealt with this before. And I watched my teammates for days come to my hospital bed and just cry. I had them call me and tell me that they didn't think I was going to make it. And now this team has to deal with that and they have no answers. Mm -hmm. And so the next time I think that we get upset at our favorite fantasy player (laughs) or we're we're upset that the, the guy on our team doesn't make the play and we're saying he's worthless and we're saying you get to make all this money, we should remember that these men are putting their lives on the line to live their dream. And tonight, DeMar Hamlin's dream became a nightmare for not only himself, but his family and his entire team. Gosh, I love that. From a guy who sat in the hospital bed, right, and and was in a situation not like this. He did not have cardiac arrest no. on the field and need to be resuscitated um, with a CPR defibrillator in front of his teammates and millions of people watching on television. No. But... Those moments um, in a far more controlled environment were scary for his teammates. And, and what happened last night, well, it took it to a different level. And it, I think it did, to what he's saying, humanized what what is an incredible thing that we have in our world right now. 
which is people who may risk and 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 it's it's weird to say but risk their lives for our entertainment is what we see in the National Football League and this is we don't know exactly what led to his cardiac event we don't we don't know if it was a direct hit we don't know if it was a pre-existing condition we don't know if it was something something completely something he ate like, we don't know we have no idea but the fact of the matter is it kind of puts it all into perspective that we saw Tua go down and shake and yes. saw his Convulsed. his hands in, in a position where he was shaking. We saw we've seen guys whack their head on the turf and be rattled blacked around. out. We know what the dangers are, and there actually has been a person that has gotten had a cardiac event and died on on the field mm-hmm. back in 1971. A recentering of kind of the things that we find silly in our world now of the things we get upset about, right? Mm-hmm. And putting it in perspective after this. Look, I, I have my own my own perspectives on stuff like this from military experience, right? The the whole idea of you know life on the line, and and even then, I still look at MMA fighters and football players who you you are putting yourself in a place of real danger. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the biggest, baddest, strongest, most physically violent human beings on the planet in a controlled space. And in these moments, we always like, oh, this, this sport is so dangerous. The flip side being, the reason this stands out is because of how rare its occurrence actually yeah. is. Right. Of how controlled everything always is. Of how... The safety, for the most part, they're, 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 I'm not even going to get into the NFL crap on this. Guys are safe with each other. Yeah. But this is an inherent risk when you're talking about this game or yeah. if you're talking about something like MMA, where you're, anytime you're talking about repeated blows at full speed, full impact to your body. Mm-hmm. Whether you're you and me or you're six foot five, 350 pounds with accelerated force and strength, you're going to amplify that stuff. Sure. <clears throat> Understanding those risks and what these guys do for our entertainment is an important part of this. Yeah. It really is. It is. It is. We were talking about this in the basketball sense. And this is, I don't say this to be gross, but that's what the money's for. Yeah. It, like, uh, well, that's why the dream is is largely there yeah. in recognition and a lot that comes with it. But yeah. Because that's that's part of the deal is that you are sacrificing. There's your gift gives you that money gives you the ability to get that money and give yourself and your family a life that you otherwise wouldn't be able to have. Look, Sook's going to be in here in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who played in the league. I guarantee you, him and everybody else that has ever played in that league, mm-hmm. they know the risks. Absolutely a- do. Anytime I get the, well, this, that, no. They know the risks. Yep. And. Oh, you know it in college. Man. It, you you know at that point because the game changes so significantly from high school to college. You ain't getting paid for it either. <laughs> well, if you're good enough. 
<laughs> but, some of us got some free uh, liquid IVs, okay? Yeah, that's right. That's All right. right. A couple of sack lunches. And there you go. Eating at the at the uh, at the tav. What is yeah, the, that happened. No, okay. it's like the old country buffet. Mm. Like that used to be where we would go. The on copper road kettle. Trips. Jeez. Yeah, uh, but yeah, to your point. Yeah, it, you know the the risks are there, and as this texture points out, you know this happened uh, a couple of years ago, and with the Euro Cup, Christian Christian Eriksson, yep. Europe handled it way better. He was at Denmark. Yep. Um, and he and he says Europe handled it way better than us. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they played that game. They finished that game. That yeah. soccer game. Yeah. So did they handle it better? Did than they? Because Zach Taylor, Sean McDermott, those two dudes. They have a ton of respect for me, and I will always be a fan of those two guys because they looked across the field at each other, and they Zach Taylor started walking towards him and said, "We're not doing this." Yeah, they, they were all. They made the call. They, for they didn't have to say a word. They just looked at each other, and when they came together, you you could you could tell the words that were being saying was like, "We can't go. You, no you can't way. go. We, we can't. This is not a possible situation." But I, I think one thing that you know the we don't have a lot of the answers yet. And uh, this goes back to something we said earlier. It, it will take time. It's going to take time because important things, getting the at answers and getting the truth, it's really hard to kind of digest in our current day and age. That takes time. It still takes time to find out exactly what happened and exactly what led to it because we don't know yet. And that's the hardest thing is waiting. Yep. And it'll probably be a couple of days. It'll probably be a couple of days until we do find out. Mm-hmm. 503-250-1080. We put a bow on uh, a Tuesday. Let you know what's coming up Wednesday on Danny and Dusty. I don't know what song this is, but this has got to be a Jeff Russ Jam joint. Never-ending story, dude. Never-ending story. Oh. The never-ending story theme. I don't remember it. Anything of that movie except for there's a big dog in it. I know nothing. <laughs> a tree? I yeah. I've never. I had, when's the last time you watched that movie? Like five or six years ago, as I stumbled up upon it, it was on. It was on like TNT or something like that. How stoned were you? Very. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is this movie? The Never Ending uh, Story. It's true. You're you're way younger. Oh yeah, like. The band Atreyu is actually named after the character in the movie. But I I don't know. I cannot. All I remember is that there is a big dog in it. It came out in 84. Yeah. yeah. I I probably watched it when I was like five, six. That's, that's the last Did time Did you ever I've watch Willow? It. Yeah. That was yeah, another Val one that Kilmer. came out at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> they have a show. They rebooted it, right? They have Did Will- they? Yeah, I think Willow is back. What? Oh, that's right. You know what? With the same the same. Dude that played Willow. Yeah, no Val Kilmer, though. Yeah. He's not in it. Yeah. That's unfortunate, man. That's a bummer. I feel bad for Val Kilmer. Yeah, you I got, really thought you, it was cool they a, brought him in Maverick. It, well, I will say, now that, I, that I've seen the movie, mm. they did a good job. They, they did, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's they, a tough one there. And I, I'm not going to lie. Teared up. Yeah, Tom Cruise is crazy, uh, but he... That was a awesome solid in get, making sure you find a way to get Val Kilmer in that film. They, the way they framed the whole he can't talk thing and how it's difficult for him was really cool. He makes a good movie, too. Tom Cruise just, he finds a way to make a good movie. Listen, man, it yeah. it should win movie of the year. I'm, I'm not even remotely kidding. What about Avatar 2? That was good, too. Was it? I liked it. I haven't seen it. I, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's, I'd say it's worth it. I watched Are you Avatar. a big fan of Whales? 
Is that what got you? No, I didn't even know that there were whales in it. I was just like, blue people. I'm, Whoa, I'm down. Let's go watch this thing. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Well, actually, I'm saying that because uh, what's the director's name? James, uh, James Cameron. Cameron. He hates that they're not whales. There's like a particular name for them in the movie. Yeah, you I don't. Off when you call I them don't. Whales. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a whale. <laughs> it's what it is. How dare you? Oh yeah, no, not it's very much completely to my fictional world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe if it didn't take 23 years to make it. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Oh, here's a hot take. Maverick sucked. Felt like Mission Impossible 8. Well, I'm okay with that. If that's what Mission Impossible 8 is, yeah. I'm in. Uh, sign me up. There are I eight of those. In. I don't know. I think there is seven. Oh, oh, the one goodness. thing that I have a problem with is I still don't understand the rules of dogfight football. You're oh, yeah, yeah. Offense and defense at the same time. It's yeah. what Lincoln Riley wants football to be. Yes. Yeah, with multiple footballs in play at the same time, mm-hmm. You just it just felt like they took the volleyball scene and were like, how can we do this? Now we need male contact in these jean shorts. <laughs> they just found a way to do it. How do we get their shirts off of them? That's right. I applaud it. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is like 60. Looked incredible. Oh, man. Good for him. Yeah, definitely nothing helping him out there. No, definitely not. Yeah, That's natural. Totally. Tom Cruise, all natty. Uh, in the in the uh, King. in the news update, uh, the Portland Trailblazers released their injury report just momentarily yeah. ago. Gary Payton II is now questionable due to that right ankle sprain that he suffered in his first shift last night. Yeah, see, this is why I this is why I went. Oh, you've got to be kidding me when that happened. I, uh, at, okay, they play Minnesota tomorrow night. That he is yeah. questionable. The frustrating thing is here is they travel, which means you're at thirty thousand feet, which isn't great for swelling. It hurts. As someone who has had a really bad rolled ankle when you try to fly Uh the next day, it it hurts a lot, and you get a lot of bruising. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll tweet that out so that you guys can see that. I feel feel like uh, that's why Southern Oregon made us bus everywhere 23 hours. Keep it swelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't want it. It was for for health and safety. safety. Yeah. What is it? That's why we bust 23 hours. You've seen those portable, like, hyperbaric chambers, right? I'm sure that the professional teams all have those. We did. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I had? I had ibuprofen and tequila. You know, the first time I good mix. Wow. I ever heard of those? It was Galen Rupp. He like lived in one in high school. Like basically, he had like one in his room. That tracks. Yeah. To simulate the the auction. Yeah. Yeah. That dude was destined to be a great runner. Yeah. No, he was. Um, all right. Well, hey, tomorrow we're going to have Brooke Olsenam on, uh, Trailblazers uh, sideline reporter. And all-around wonderful human being. Yeah. she will. Uh, we're going to talk to her about not only the Blazers and they play the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow, mm-hmm. but Brooke hearts your heart. It's very important that we have this conversation right now, especially uh, with everything going on with DeMar Hamlin and the uh, Buffalo Bills, too. Uh, it's a great cause, and I hope that uh, we can inspire some people to make a change. Um, so Brooke will join us tomorrow. We're going to have some comedians in studio. I just was texting with Jeremiah, Jeremiah Coughlin. Hey! Thursday, 2 o'clock. Love it. We're going to have some comedians in the studio. Ooh, I'm jealous. Let's do this. All right, uh, but next is Primetime with Isaac Duke. Have a great Tuesday. See you Wednesday right here on The Fan. Bye! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 